we want to uh, build our relationship outside the bedroom so that when we uh, decide to have sex and be intimate in that way, we're going to be a lot closer and more open and mm -hmm. more excited to try new things maybe or whatever, yeah. whatever that may look like. Um, be being open to be more, being more vulnerable is a big part of that, right? And so if we don't feel safe with each other, we're not going to want to open up in the bedroom. Welcome to the You Me Us Together podcast. We're so glad you are here. And it it's not actually morning right now. It might not be morning when they're listening to it, but... We just say good morning. Yeah, we like to say good morning. I feel like it rolls off the tongue really well. Good morning yeah. instead of good afternoon, good evening. Good morning is just... And it sounds so happy. Good morning. Good morning. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about a really intimate topic. Do you want to say what it is? Heck yeah! I feel like we should be sitting closer for the intimacy. <laughs> Here, you can hold my hand. Okay, that was weird. Thank you. <laughs> we're talking about sex. Ooh. Heck yeah. Yep. Um, we're talking more about how sex is an indicator for the health of our marriage, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you may stray a little bit, but that's the gist. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Ready to get to it? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So, we're going to talk about some misconceptions about how sex relates to marriage and stuff like that. Okay. So, like, um, most people think that if you're having a lot of sex or you're having really hot sex then your marriage is going to be really good. But it's actually... Everything we hear from experts or read or whatever, it's flip-flopped. It's like, if your marriage is really good, your sex is going to be good. For the most part. It's not always that way, but that is basically the idea that we're going to kind of build off of. Yeah, that sex doesn't define the marriage. Right. Yeah, it's more about... The marriage, uh, we need to work on a marriage and all the aspects of marriage in order to uh, go into that intimate space and actually um, be able to be open with each other and really grow together in that intimacy of sex. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, something else that people get wrong about it. If our sex isn't good, it... <laughs> It, and like if life is if we're doing life well together as a married couple and our and our sex life still isn't good we're not satisfied or we're not actually having sex or any of that a lot of people think well then this relationship is doomed to fail because I need to be pleasured <laughs> I just, I need to be, have that intimacy with my partner. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, our life is really good together. We have a good bond, but our sex life isn't there. And I, to that, I would say people don't understand that. Yes, sex is, should be an indicator of our, a good marriage, but it's also like, it doesn't mean it's going to come naturally either. It's not like 
oh, we're connecting really well every day and whatnot, so automatically the sex is going to be super hot. It's just not always that way. Yeah, people just assume, like, if it's not good, it's just this is just the ha- the way it is. And it's yeah. just, I have to live with it. This is just how it is. But like anything else, it's something that you can work on. Yeah. And get better at. It's not just something... I feel like it's not something to just accept. Right. You're like, oh, our sex life isn't good. That's just how it is. Exactly. That's just how it's gonna be. Exactly. Um, you gotta put in some work and some effort. It takes a lot of work. A lot I of can. effort. It can. It can, yeah. We, we, I mean, we go through phases where it's like, we're doing a lot of work together. We're really enjoying our time together, having really good conversations, but mm-hmm. maybe we're not having as much sex as either of us would like. Maybe simply because we're so busy. Yeah. Or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But just because I want to say this, yep. just because you're busy doesn't mean it's okay to neglect sex. Right. Yeah. It's still important, no yep. matter what. I agree. Yeah. Even if it's being strict and scheduling it in, like <laughs> some people say, it's like, it feels so rigid and weird, but... yeah. Sometimes that's what you need, mm-hmm. and some people need that, and yeah. Yeah. So, I wanted to offer some tools for people. Okay. Um, some tools, some things that we do on how we connect outside the bedroom in order to make our time in the bedroom together a lot better. Yeah. Well, we don't have a door on our bedroom, so basically our whole house is it's our bedroom. our whole house, and <laughs> our house is smaller than most people's bedroom, so... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, but that wasn't your point. Regardless. Connecting in the bedroom versus outside the bedroom. Right, so <laughs> we want to uh, build our relationship outside the bedroom so that when we uh, decide to have sex and be intimate in that way, we're going to be a lot closer and more open and mm-hmm. more excited to try new things maybe or whatever, yeah. whatever that may look like. Um. Be being open to be more, being more vulnerable is a big part of that, right? And so if we don't feel safe with each other, we're not going to want to open up in the bedroom. Yeah, or just in general. Yeah. It's important to make your partner feel safe with you and actually be that safe person, not just, like, pretend. Not just make them be safe with exactly. you, but, like, build that trust and that bond. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not talking about doing trust falls and... I mean, you could if you want. Some people may need that. Do we need to try it? Maybe we need to. I don't don't know if you would trust me to catch you, but I'm just not that strong. (laughs) You would try, but you would drop me? I would really try. Yeah. I just can't guarantee anything. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. Okay. Oh my gosh. We Sorry. <laughs> you said we would. I know. Okay, so the big thing, big things, those are our dogs. We'll get to them. They're feeling left out. They're like, why don't I get to talk about sex at all? It's because they've never experienced it. <laughs> yeah, poor babies. They live That's a rough, rough life. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get back to it. Okay. All right. 
um, some stuff we do to connect with each other um, in order to either relieve stress um, of our everyday lives so that we feel like we have time maybe um, to be intimate mm -hmm. or maybe it's just uh, doing things to connect um, in a, an emotional way or in a it may even be just like making sure we're connecting through what we're doing every day mm -hmm. in order to feel comfortable with each other and having those um, deep conversations. Mm -hmm. So I was going to mention one of the things that we really enjoy doing to connect um, on a, an emotional level, uh, just not in the bedroom, is um, going on walks together. Um, because it allows both of us to speak freely about whatever's on our minds. Plus, we get a little exercise. We get the dogs outside. Yeah. Um, and I think those little moments of, like, sitting down intentionally without having the distraction of kids or technology or dogs <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, sitting on the couch with the TV on but maybe we talk sometimes that doesn't that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like um i don't know do finding you know? time together like just the two of us yeah i know our dogs are with us on a walk but they can't chime in <laughs> right they distract yeah. us every once in a while when they see another dog sure. and they bark yeah um but the time just the two of us where we don't have any like, worldly distractions. A lot of times I don't even bring my phone on walks. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't need that. Right. Even if it's like, man, it would be really cool to capture a, a picture for our story. Yeah. Whatever. Some time to be together and just be in the moment. Yeah. Just just to be together is the point. Exactly. Because... Not for a, an agenda. Let's just spend time together. And I spend a lot of the time on walks talking. Because, you know, I have a few more words than you maybe sometimes. 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 But, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've expressed to me that that's really valuable for you, just to speak. I'm very verbal a lot in my processing, mm -hmm. and so just to have you listen is really important to me. It makes me feel more connected with you if you can love me in that way. Exactly. Yeah. So, it, it doesn't have to be going on a walk. It could just be um, we're uh, making dinner together. So it's like, yeah, it takes a little focus to cook, but the reality is you can just spend time together and connect and talk about each other's days and maybe dream a little bit together. Yeah. We love to do... We are dreamers. Oh, we dream <laughs> so big. We try to dream big. Um, but that means that we spend a lot of time talking about, man, I would love to do this, or what would it take to do that, or whatever, right? Yeah. And those dreams are, they really help us connect on a, to really understand each other and mm -hmm. how we, what are, where our minds are at. Yeah. Another place I feel like we, um, regularly connect is in the shower. Oh yeah. That's an intimate place. <laughs> Some people are not together showers. Yeah. But if you aren't, I would suggest trying it. It's just something where we're <laughs> like, well, you have to shower and I have to shower so why not just do it together? Yeah. And we say we're saving water. It takes the same amount of time. <laughs> but um, 
I think even, like from the start of our marriage, because we lived in Phoenix when we first got married. We got married in the summer. We couldn't go on walks, really. Right. It's too friggin' hot. I wish we could. We tried. It was pretty miserable. But um, we, we shower a lot together, and we, that time, I mean, we don't have our phones in the shower, even though phones waterproof now <laughs> still feels wrong to get them wet yeah I know. we don't bring our phones in the shower there's no other distractions in the shower because our dogs don't come in the shower yeah kid we don't have kids kids don't come in the shower you know it's just the two of us and your 10 in 1 shampoo and my assortment of products oh my god <laughs> Yes. I'm just kidding. I have got you to get your own face wash, body wash, I and know. shampoo. You're welcome. You've changed me. But we just get to talk because there's nothing else to do in the shower. It's either shower in silence or talk. Yep. Those are your only options. Yeah. And we had plenty of silence early on in our relationship, so. What? There's enough of that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Before we got married on our first date, we like didn't oh. talk because we are super awkward. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I hear about everyone else's first dates and how it was amazing and there was a spark right away and I'm like... Nope. I don't relate at all. Not for us. <laughs> our first date was very awkward. Yeah. And our parents joined us on part of it. It's okay. It we're, was fun. We're, it, we're here now. It, it set it's the fine. tone. It set the tone for the rest of our relationship. We yeah. are awkward. Oh my gosh, Barry. If you don't know that already, <laughs> let's say it again. We're awkward. What was I supposed to say it with? Yeah. We're, we're awkward. We're awkward. <laughs> Do you think they get it now? I think so. Yeah. Um, um, I just realized the showers are really a place where we connect a lot. It is a really good place for that. Um, yeah, the shower, cooking, walking, whatever. Yeah. Playing a game together, we really like to do that. But Cambry gets so mad because I always win. <laughs> I don't like being a loser. Yeah. I want to be a winner. Yeah. But it's hard to be a winner when you're married to a winner. We, we clash. Someone's got to be the loser. Yep. Okay. Something else we need to talk about in as far as how to invest in your, your partner to um, grow your intimacy outside the bedroom in, in order to make it inside the bedroom better. Um, the... One of the big things that we hear a lot is women need to be, let's say, they need to be wooed outside the bedroom, right? Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the way I would like to describe this is taking time out of your day to do something that will, I'm going to say, fill your partner's love tank. So, that's a reference from the five love languages. Um, if you haven't read it, we recommend it. It's, um... Yeah. It's this book if you're visual. I there need you go. to see it. Yep. Um, most people have heard about the five love languages. It's a, it's a pretty popular concept. It, it's super popular. But my... Yeah, to use that um, to what I'm saying is um, doing something for your spouse that fills their love tank so that when you go into the bedroom for that intimate time, their love tank is full and they're very accepting of you and they're very, like, excited to be intimate with you because you've already been adding to that. You've already been making deposits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, um, 
just some examples like so Cambria loves gifts so if I brought flowers home or oh. a candy bar or oh. something like that she would just love it um I really need like if she comes and cuddles with me on the couch um in front of a movie I love that mm-hmm. so something like that yeah um an analogy that I've heard a lot of people say I know you've heard this before is that um men are like microwaves and women are like crockpots. Yes. Now that's a generalization. I'm not saying that's true of all women and true of all men. Yeah, because but, even us we're a little different. Yeah. Than that. But the the meaning behind it is men are like microwaves cuz they get turned on like that. It can mm-hmm. be it can be instant. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes you look and you're like, whoa, what did I just do to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. And women are more like crockpots where it's not like you do one thing and they're instantly turned on. Like it's an overtime, like a slow filling their love tank. Yeah. Not saying that I shouldn't fill your love tank because you're more easily turned on than I am. No, and it's not even that I need you to do things to turn me on. It's just that I really, yeah. it grows my love for you. You're still going to feel way. more connected because your exactly. love tank is full. Exactly. But yeah, I've heard a lot of, like at the conferences we go at, I feel like every woman talks about how um, if my husband does the dishes and takes out the trash and cleans the house and and yeah. things like that, it takes, just... Plays with the kids. Yeah, a that's her like... That, yeah her intimacy like she feels more intimate with him Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of that's because her love language is probably acts of service now I hear that and go it's nice when Noah does the dishes but I don't associate oh my house is totally clean because Noah did it with now we should go have sex like nice thanks that's it that's because acts of service is not my love language it is at the bottom bottom, but the concept's still there you giving me gifts, you giving me words of affirmation, because those are top ones, mm-hmm. are huge for me. And doing that throughout the day, um, yeah, fills that love tank, makes me feel connected, and then more willing and available, is that a good word? Yeah. To, um, to have sex at night. But also, I think one thing I want to say about sex is that's different for everyone. It you is. don't have to have sex at night. It's not the the only time of day you're allowed to have sex. <laughs> yeah. It is the time when a lot of people think about it. Yeah. But, I mean, even we've found, like, we, we always, that's always the time we think about, mm-hmm. oh, we should have sex. But then it's like... I am exhausted or I still need a shower and feed yeah. the dogs and I just I just can't. And I think it's important in order to build intimacy, you need to be constantly filling your spouse's love tank. Yes. Not I feel like I want to have sex tonight, therefore I'm going to do all these things to love her today. Mm-hmm. And then not do that again for the next week. Right. And then you want sex again, so you're, you're gonna, you know, uh-huh. it's gotta be a constant thing in order to build that emotional connection and intimacy. Agreed. In order to make your sex life better. Yeah. I think that's true. I was thinking about, um, doing those things to fill our partner's love tank. I like to think about it as energizing each other. It kind of like 
builds you up so it's like, oh man, I'm so excited to, you know, do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Having your love tank full makes you feel more connected, more energized, more, uh, I don't know, it just makes me feel like so close and supported to you and like, yeah, I can trust you. Not well, that I don't and trust not even, you, but... It's not even just about our bond. Yeah. Like, when I do things to love you, you then feel um, more confident in your work. And you feel um, better about uh, interacting with other people. Yeah. Right? Simply because you know that I'm supporting you. Yeah. You have sense? my back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one um, to get off of the sex idea. It's really just about... We, all of this stuff is just to build each other up so that individually we are better, more confident people in order to be a better team. Yeah. And when your love tank is full and you're able to do more, per se, you're able to be more available and open to what God has for you. Absolutely. I feel like it's really hard if God says, I need you to do this, and you're just so tired and run out because your love tank has been on empty for a while. Yes. It's our job as each other's spouse Yeah. to be the main provider for each other's love tank, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, we I don't... can't rely on everyone else, you know, yeah. our, our parents or our siblings or our friends. Yes, they can help in some ways, but mm -hmm. we need to be relying on each other yeah. for that support. We also need to be relying on God as well, though. Of course. I don't think it's just, I need to rely on you fully, then I can go do what God has. I agree. He needs to be number one, spending time with him first, but then you are my number one worldly supporter. Right. That's a good way to put it. God first, you second. Everyone else after that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, if you're relying only on your spouse to fill you up, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be better than nothing, but it's going to be nowhere near the potential that you can reach. Of course. If you harness the power of being connected with God and then harnessing the power of being connected with your spouse, yeah. you'll be unstoppable. It's like a superpower. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to mention, it's a two-way street, and so just like you can get burnt out at work, I can get burnt out trying to love my spouse if she's not loving me back. I can get burnt out on love. <laughs> it's just the reality of, yeah. this is a two-way street, and if one person isn't putting in, I'm not saying that we have to put in the exact same amount of effort. Yeah. Because some people require less, um, from... Uh, yeah. less external support, if you will. But what I am saying is if one person isn't putting in any effort and the other person is bending over backwards every chance they get, there needs to be a conversation had there. Um, and mm -hmm. I guarantee that um, your sex life is not where you want it to be. I'm sure it's not good if that's the case. Yeah. And there's some stuff that needs worked through there because... This is where it all stems from, is we need to feel connected here first. Yeah. Yeah. It's a choice that we each have to make. Yep. I can't make you love me. Right. You can't make me love you, but we choose 
to love each other. Exactly. Yeah. So. So we can have good sex. Right. <laughs> That's what it all comes back to. We want to have good sex. We want to have a lot of sex. Because sex is great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like number one, just above chocolate cake. Oh, it's above chocolate cake? It's above it. Wow. 100%. Close, though. It's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yep. Good to know. Yep. It's number three. Number three of, oh, oh gosh, I don't know. My truck. That's a good one. Hmm. Sex? Chocolate cake is above your truck? Man, I love chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You have to be in there. I can be four. I'm just kidding. You're combined with the sex. I don't know how that works. They're in parallel. Because I'm on the same level as sex. I'm not above it. Because you are the provider of the sex <laughs> without you. <laughs> that means I should be number one. Oh, yeah. you're. Well, you're number two because God is number one. Right. We talked about oh, that. Oh, my goodness. God, me, yep. or you, sex, chocolate cake, trucks. That's right. <laughs> Meaning of life. Noah's order of priorities. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. So, that's all we have to say. Oh, awesome. wait. Accept. Accept. Go have sex. Boom, bang. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, it was a very, um, sexy topic. Heck yeah. It's not as spicy as we'll get. I guarantee it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, awesome. We'll be we'll be done now. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks for watching or listening. Boom bang. Pow.